I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this is PG and I'm down to dunk. Seven, zero, one, uptown, two, dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media Daily, 100.com, Dash Radio, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast or watch us streaming the podcast live on YouTube on our tripod, tripod. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam through. Taylor. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa! Pussycat, Pussycat, I love you. Slam through. And Jake. Yeah, that's Jake. (coughs) That one shocked me. Yeah, me too. I wasn't ready for it. I was kind of hoping that you'd go with Sean Paul. (laughs) Dude, that was really funny. That video is good. You haven't seen the video of Jake Gyllenhaal. Just loving Sean Paul. Like, I love my child. It's my favorite take of 2019, by far. Bit of bang. It's a weird take, too. It's a great take. It's, uh, it's, you know, like, it's kind of funny and kind of like, oh, man, he really does like him. And also, like, Sean Paul? (laughs) Sean Paul. Shake that thing. (coughs) I, I... for a second, when he was talking, kept getting Sean Paul and Pitbull mixed up. Oh, they're yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. They're they similar are, a little bit, right? Except no, Sean they're Paul, not. That Sean is Paul's a hundred percent better. I NBA free agency wow. six o'clock or Dude. I guess five o'clock Central Time on Sunday is the time, and nobody is talking to anybody until then. Like no, no deals are being made. It's against the rules. Illegal. Illegal. Don't do it. So I don't know how they're doing all of these things. But everyone's going to have a destination. But all in silence. Come 5 o'clock. <laughs> I know. We, it will be over at 5.01. Right. Which is actually not true because there's going to be... There's going to be meetings. And we just don't know. Like Kawhi is lining up meetings. Things are expanding. And it's yeah. normally in free agency, at least the last few years, it's been LeBron, where it's LeBron that is the first domino that falls. And then yep. after that, it's it's these other guys. And that's not always the case because Paul George signed early and LeBron, you know, like it was weird last year because yeah, yeah. LeBron was so certain on the L.A. thing. and Apparently, Paul George was certain in Oklahoma City. But uh, it's never stops, man. Never. Never. It's going to be... It's going to be a crazy day. I may not have internet that day, which... There's a chance I may not either, actually. So, so we'll be at, We'll be at Carlton Landing, which... Their wife, oh, their, yeah. their uh, cell oh. service is spotty. Carlton Landing. I'll be at Carlton Landing, 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 and Monaco. And uh, so the Lakers is the story, right? No, man, not the one I want to talk about. It's the story, though. I know it's they've the cleared worst. cap space because the Wizards decided to take on four guys that may not even make the roster because they like <laughs> Mo Va- Wagner or whatever his name is Wagner, Va- Wagner, Wagner. Uh, it's. 
I think it was going to happen. Some team was going to take those guys. Yeah, for Some sure. Some team was going to take the future asset to take those guys on. It was going to happen. Uh, it's hilarious that it was the team that doesn't have a GM. Oh, it's that, not surprising. That right. took them. Um, but now the Lakers have max cap space, and they'll be able to sign really anybody they want. Here's my question, though. This has been the consistent theme everybody's bringing up. Like, what makes more sense to me for the Lakers is not to sign a third max guy. Like, I would distribute it that It depends money on who out. it is. I, it, who? Like, I mean, obviously, Kawhi. Clay, Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. I don't think Kawhi – maybe I'm crazy. I know he's taking a meeting. So, apparently, it's he's going to meet with in L.A. with the Clippers and the Lakers first, and then he'll go meet with uh, Toronto. I think part of the reason – and this is the total speculation, assuming, guessing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it has felt from the beginning with this Kawhi story that he wants to be – Alpha, man. He wants to be the guy. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense for him to go and play with LeBron. And he's not chasing rings. The yeah. dude has everything he wants, like every accomplishment. Got so at this rings, point, what is the point? Two finals MVPs. So going to the Clippers makes sense because he's the man, the man in LA, which makes sense. And, yeah. and Lou Williams mentioned this week in an interview, and I thought it was at least something worth thinking about. He said, when I played in Toronto, now Lou Williams and Kawhi are very different. But yeah. Lou mentioned that whenever he played in Toronto, it felt like he was playing overseas, like he was basically playing in a Euro League, which is not real, but whatever. I, I understand. Like, you're living in an actual different country. So there are parts of it. The Clippers-Toronto thing, I would be the most nervous about. The Cl the Lakers thing, I, I don't see him landing there. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy. I mean, last season, LeBron and AD both had plus 30 usage rates. Yeah. You know? And obviously, they're not going to have as high this year. But still, the amount of uh, the amount of shots are just going to be limited for those guys. And I'd rather, if I'm L.A., I'd just rather find as much shooting as possible, find some good rim protection, and get as many guys that can just catch and shoot. Yeah. God bless you and your two. family. Money, I mean, J.J. Redick or a Terrence Ross. Yeah. I mean, you could get both of them. You could get both of them. And they would be – I just think that – obviously, Kawhi. I don't know if Jimmy Butler – Would you pay Jimmy the max Butler's to good. Jimmy Butler on that team if you're the Lakers? Jimmy might take it. <laughs> what is happening? Jay, guys? shut We're up. We're so sneezy. I know, man. This is crazy. Uh, Jay, shut up. Yeah, Taylor, would you give a max if you're the Lakers to Jimmy Butler? If I were the Lakers, I think I would do it. But I'm not the Lakers, and I don't think the Lakers should do it. How about that? Because you're assuming at that point that you can fill out the rest of your roster with just vet if minimums. You, that can if you don't you get, need. if you don't get yeah. Kawhi, I don't think you should give Jimmy the other max slot. What about and then who, who else no would you give it to? Kyrie? Players. Would you give it to Kyrie? No. What about you, Tay? Maybe. He's probably the only other guy I would give it to. Would you max Kyrie that? like under LeBron James? Uh, I mean, it's worked before. It's worked before. But didn't it shake out weird at the end of it? Like they didn't like each other. But I they've thought. technically yeah, reconciled, but... is what everybody says. At some point this year, yeah. Kyrie called him and told him how flat the earth was, and then said, "Hey, man, I didn't realize what it was like to truly lead a team." Which is funny because you know what he didn't do in Boston? Lead a team. Lead a team. Well, he did. He just led, led them. them into the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I, Kyrie is I, – I get it, man, dude. All-world talent. Mm -hmm. He is just – like, I understand why the Nets are like, mm, 
He's super weird. Yeah, and I, I don't think he has the – I think he does work better in a system like that where he is the third guy on the He'd team. He'd be a lot – yeah. So I think they'd It'd have be terrifying with you'd, Kyrie. You'd have to consider that they they would be so they're so limited. I think one of the things that's different between Kevin Love and Anthony Davis, and maybe Anthony Davis is he will progress this way. Kevin could stretch the floor a little better. Yeah, it felt like at least than Anthony Davis can, and so mm-hmm. I think that they need shooting. They need it so badly. Yep. Um, and I don't know. I, I mean, Kyrie maybe you do. Shoot. Maybe you can get a ton. Maybe you can get a ton of vet guys that just want to come and, you know, Anthony Tolliver, I don't know. But back in the day, those Cavs teams worked because Kyrie and Kevin Love were proficient three-point shooters. Yep. And then you could just put whoever else you wanted on the floor to try to – I don't know. I think think L.A. is depending on being L.A. to draw guys, and they're probably not wrong because they're doing it so far. And Palinka made a good move getting rid of those three guys. Like, he's done the things, and – the post AD trade to make it feel like he actually knows what he's doing. Yep. I just hate it. It sucks. So there's a lot of other stuff going on as far as like, I think the Boston stuff is very intriguing. Um, the Kimball Walker, if you're paying attention to that, uh, Woj reported yesterday morning that Boston has become the front runner in the um, Kimball Walker sweepstakes, which I like for Boston. I think he'd be a great fit there. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting because that leaves. The Celtics with basically trading Kyrie and Al Horford for Kemba Walker. You know? Yeah, that doesn't make it sound quite as good. They're not going to be as good. <laughs> like, I think that's that's cool that you can get Kemba to come there. But Al Horford was a huge part of who they were. Sure. And I, I, I think losing... That's why, I, that's why there's that report from <coughs> Steez or whoever is out there saying that it makes sense that if they do get Kemba Walker, that a Steven Adams trade makes even more sense then. Right. if you don't get Kemba, then you're basically just a rebuilding team who cares who you have. Yeah. If you get Kemba Walker, you're trying to compete again. And you have no big man. They let Baines go. Al Horford's leaving. You know, and you can't There'll be a, a team operating over the cap at that point, and you're not going to yeah, go. Yeah, so get your only options are to get somebody through a trade, through a trade, or if you're going to use your any of your exceptions, maybe you could get a guy through that. And so, if they strike out on getting a legit good big guy, like if they can't get a Robin Lopez or somebody of that caliber, then you're going to have to go get a big guy via trade, and that's where a Stephen Adams deal does. Has Robin Lopez become? Is he overrated? Like in the sense of like I hear all of these people and I and I get it. Like he does a lot of the same things, Stephen, but he's he is not Stephen Adams. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't think anybody thinks that he's Stephen Adams because it's like no, it's, he's better. Because some people, it does feel like this projection is just like, man, get rid of Stephen and get Robin Lopez, and your team doesn't drop off. I think you. I, I, he's not defensively the same. No, if you could fit, but the thing is, like, they're both big right, guys. He's better. what, like, sixty-five percent of what Adams brings. Yeah. Rather than like getting a guy that feels like fifty percent, like I like Nerlens Noel, like he was fine, but he's not. Oh, he's problematic. He's, he's so not bad. nearly. He's not nearly as good as Robin Lopez. He's so bad at being where he's supposed to be defensively. He takes too many risks on defense, which yeah. is great in spot minutes. Um, and he'll be great for. Maybe the Lakers, you know, like he'll do mm-hmm. something where he can just, hey, just block shots and be annoying on defense. 
Yeah. But don't we don't expect you to everybody's everybody thinks like there's a lot of great free agent centers. There's like a lot of good backups. Yeah, that's a, yeah, Alex mentioned that on Wednesday. And I just I went through it. I mean, you get through the top five, top three, because you have Vucevic. The Thunder aren't in the Vucevic sweepstakes. Maybe Boston can get into it if they swing if they out don't Kimba, get Kimba. But it doesn't make sense to me for them to do that. No, no, no. Um then you have I mean who? Where do you go to from there? I mean, as far as like guys that will be available to me, I'm trying to pull up the list. I got you. Is uh, like there's not a lot of starting caliber bigs that you can get for cheap. Yeah, Dwayne Dedman. Everybody loves Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne Dedman's never been a starter in the NBA. He maybe he could be. Willie Cauley Stein is intriguing to me. Like I think that Sacramento he's, conversation. He's yeah, so you're, you're this, he's interesting in the same way Nerlens was interesting last year. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. He might be a little bit better. So your second rated in on the hoops hype free agent center is DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. DeMarcus isn't going to come. He's not going to go for the minimum somewhere no. or for an exception. He's going to go try year. from, I mean, the most recent rumor is that the Knicks, which is, this is the most Knicks move. Oh, yeah. Is the rumor is, did you hear this one, Taylor? That if, if the Knicks swing out or swing and miss on getting any of the big free agents, they're going to throw like a one-year at 20, DeMarcus. 20 million at DeMarcus Cousins. Love it. Yeah, it that is bonkers. I think that's just what they're going to end up doing. You know what? If one more person sneezes today, I'm going to drive all the way down there. It's happening. And kiss, and kiss your little forehead okay. and say, feel better so soon. Let's do this. Let's do a round. Let, I'm gonna just going to start reading off centers that are on the free agency list. All the centers. All the centers. centers. Okay, so Vucevic, not... He's off the table. I think he's going to resign with Orlando. He's going to make a ton of money. Maybe the Kings, whatever. DeMarcus Cousins, no thanks. I'd be cool, but he's not going to come for what the Thunder. Who are we talking about? For the Thunder? For the Thunder. Okay, to start in place of Steven Adams if they trade him. Yeah. And it's reasonably gettable. Yeah, not reasonable. Al Horford. Not reasonable. Not reasonable. Like, the the gymnastics to get him without him opting in at Boston. You could not. Or signing a – yeah, there's no way to do it. You could not. Especially if if you're taking on Gordon Hayward, which is – the assumed trade that would be done. If they acquire Kemba Walker, the assumed trade would be, honestly, it would be Steven Adams, Robertson, Patterson for... Gorgman. Gorgman. I, I, let's talk about that in a second. I let's know. go through the centers right. and let's talk about Okay, it. so Al Horford. Al Horford's also signing... His agent probably is throwing out there that there's somebody out there that's going to give him four years at $112 million, which is way... Someone will do it. The Kings might do it. Dallas might do it. One of those teams will do it, I think. He'll be 37 years old at the end of that contract. And he'll be raking in the cash. Oh, my gosh. Marcus All is staying in Toronto. Yep. Brooke Lopez, it sounds like, is going to stay in Milwaukee. They're working aggressively. They have mutual. Also not, not feasible. Yeah. If he's going to ask for 15 to 20. His last contract. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, that's what, I mean, he... He might get that. I think you would maybe take less to stay in Milwaukee because Milwaukee kind of, I mean, that was a the mo- probably most enjoyable basketball he's played, yeah, ever. DeAndre Jordan, mm. I think he sucks now. I don't know. It's hard to evaluate last year, but he's pretty limited. He doesn't stretch the floor, if that's what you're looking for. I just I'm not interested. Valanciunas, he's a not feasible poor man's version of Stephen Adams. Then you have Willie Cully Stein, who's technically restricted. They're going to release him. He's interesting, but like, is that the guy that you want to say like we're going to let you? S- you're going to start for us. He's too much of a wild card. Yep. Ennis Cantor. 
I mean, you're down to a maybe. And they, he would probably, if you said, hey, Ennis, you can come back to the Thunder and start. He'd probably be like, yep. Yeah, I mean, for real. <laughs> I don't think, I. that's not who I want the starting center for the Thunder to be, but. Okay, so here we are. He's so like on the list. We're at the 11th and 12th, which is kind of in that range where financially maybe the Thunder can afford it. Robin Lopez. I mean, yeah, that's a guy. Like, if you, if you, if they can shed salary, feel like they can use their mid-level exception, then that's the guy. I mean, to me, that's the guy. I don't know who else is. It gets who, real bad real quick. Like, what are you doing? Signing Tyson Except. Chandler? Are you signing Ed Davis? JaVale? Are you signing JaVale McGee? Goodness, no. Come on. Think about it. Frank Kaminsky. Championship. Boban. I mean, Boban's super fun, but not super good. Uh, Nene? <sighs> nope. No. Man, what happened to Greg Monroe? Because he's only been in the league for nine years. <laughs> and it feels like he's been on his way out for five. Yeah, he'll be I mean, on the minimum. Amir Johnson would be a great backup. Or a decent backup. I mean... Zaza? Zaza's there. No. See, like, and everybody's like, there's, there's such a great center market. Like, there's a good center market for, like, if you're going to pay 10 to $12 million. There's not if you're trying to get a guy on a minimum. They're all backups. There are a ton of really good backups this year that you can get for pretty cheap. They're all backups. You could even go, what's the, I just saw him and sw- moved past him. The Sacramento Kings, he played there forever. Costa Kufos. Cool yeah, backup. Yeah, you're not starting Kufos. No. Anyway, so that's, that's, and that's why Rob- Kyle O'Quinn. Great. <laughs> yeah, backup. He, he's a guy that, yeah, not, he's a backup that didn't really even play last year. Yeah, because they had. F- Five centers in yeah. India, and then drafted another one. Uh, yeah, so I think that brings up. Th- th- I don't think it's as clear cut. Now I get, I get it, I get it. If you're gonna take a hit on your starting five, what position would you prefer it be? It's the, it's big, the center position. It's the big man. All you need them to do is what Robin Lopez does: be in <sighs> position, get the ball. If you're close, score it. If you're not, pass it. Yeah, like and Lopez can shoot a mid-range jumper and will. And I think I think the thing that we've done, and this is why I just caution most fans that are down on Adams, is I think we've massively, and I get it, like there are reasons, like especially towards the end of the season, like, but the whole team was in kind of chaos mode. Yep. There are so many small things that Adams brings to this team that I think we just underrate. Sure. Now, at the same time, as I think, and I love what Brett said, is, is you've tried it. You've tried this version of the Thunder. Now, I think it's unfair to say that in some sense because injuries really told us a story that we don't really know the fullness of. But we have seen the past two seasons that Adams, in the absence of another player, hasn't been able to step up and fill in the gap because that's what was needed in the playoffs. We need someone to step up and fill in the gap of Paul George not being 100%. And the truth is he wasn't able to do it. Russell wasn't able to do it. If they can find somebody else that they think could maybe do that, I think that it's worth trying. I don't want the Thunder to trade Steven Adams. I don't want that to happen. I think he's awesome. I think he's a, obviously a fan favorite. He's easily the best guy to talk to on the team. He's great for very selfish reasons. I do not want them to trade him. But you have to admit, especially with Paul George being out, likely for a month, maybe two months to start the season. That's a thing. 
if you could bring in a Gordon Hayward to take wing scoring with Russell, and if you can get a decent center to start, like a Robin Lopez, your your starting point's going to be a lot better. Oh, yeah. And then you incorporate Paul George in as the best player. And Hayward can play the four in small ball setting. It's it's really intriguing. I don't know, because everybody talks about it. it. takes a year to get back from an injury like that. And, and Paul is a guy that obviously has been he through knows, it. He knows, right? He knows. He's been through it. And so I think that there's a good chance that Gordon Hayward's going to be back and better than he was this past year. And getting out of Boston, I think, might help too. So it's it's a very intriguing option. I don't know if it's on the table. I don't know if that's something that the Celtics would even consider. I don't know. But to me, it would make sense for them, if if they do get Kemba, to be looking at trading for a big guy. And it may even, like, it could end up being Clint Capella. It could end up being Steven yeah. Adams. I don't know. I think uh, Adams would fit better in what Boston wants than Capella, for sure. But who knows, man? All that to say, there's a lot. Like, there could be a lot that happens in the next two weeks. There will the be thunder. a lot that happens. For the Thunder. Oh, for the Thunder. There could. It could be nothing. It, we could literally start this season with the same team, basically, we had. With the expectation that Dre is healthier or closer. You know, and you're, they may he- just you're hearing rumbles that he's yeah. working out really hard and looks good and all these different things. You may see a jump from one of these guys. I mean, I think, and we have a question on this, but I think you, you should expect to see a jump from Terrence Ferguson. Maybe. You should hopefully see something from either one of the five wings that they've stockpiled. Yeah. You know, I don't hope it's not Nader, but is it Diallo? Is it Burton? Is it even maybe Kevin Hervey? Is it <coughs> yeah. Is it this Baisley kid that comes in and you don't know? Like, we don't, don't know. know. Like, you we hope don't. that one of these guys can maybe be. Well, and you'd also hope that they would get a veteran minimum guy that can actually help you. Yep. Which they're out there because if they if all they do is dump Patrick Patterson, it'll be unlikely that they use one the mellow trade exception, and two the taxpayer mid level. It's unlikely. So if they can offload Adams' contract and save significant money, then that's when I think that opens up the mid level exception. If they can't do that, or if they can unload Dre and bring back something very small. Then maybe they use it. Yeah, you still got uh, Furkan Korkmaz is out there. So yeah, he's out there. He'll be there. He's going to be there. But there are. Th- I'm looking just the, looking at shooting he's the guards. TLC, he's the TLC of this offseason. Looking at shooting guards, you can get thirty. Huh? You can get roughly thirty guys in and be like, ah, I'd give a, that guy a shot. Yeah. Like Troy Daniels, I don't think he's kind of like he's a shooting tomorrow, specialist. Yeah. Anyway, so it's it, it just could be a. It, should be could be a really fun weekend, and it's not on July Fourth itself. It's on this. What is that? The thirtieth. The thirtieth. Yeah, it's great, fantastic. It'll be good. So maybe everything can be done. Bring back Mello. Okay. On the minimum. He's going to L.A. He's doing it. Is he coming back in the league? No. <laughs> Probably really. He's going to China. Yeah. Did you get cold? Yeah, it's chilly in the heezy. Hey, Darius Miller's a free agent. He always killed us this year. <laughs> yep, the Thunder just signed yeah. all the guys that just have those random. <laughs> yeah, he's interesting. Taylor, what do you what do you think about the Adams stuff? Um, 
What do I think about it? I don't know. Ask me a specific question, and I'll give you a yes or no answer, and then we can move on. What do you think about trading Steven Adams? Trade him. He sucks. We can just get Robin Lopez to fill a spot pretty easy. He'll do the same things he did. No, I looked up when you guys were talking about them. I was looking up their stats to compare, and Steven Adams is much better than Lopez. Yeah. And not to say anyone was arguing that Robin Lopez is close to Steven Adams. I get what you guys were saying, but it kind of surprised me just how much better Steven like, looks statistically over Robin Lopez when I remember so many games of Steve kind of falling into the background. Yeah. Steven's a great player. That's another yeah. reason why the Celtics would want him. That's the reason why the Celtics would do the deals, because Steven's a really good player, and he really helps yeah. your team win. Just, I don't I don't understand why unless it's for money reasons like the the only benefit of having Al Horford over Steven Adams would be Al Horford is we talked about it a veteran leader high IQ can shoot the 3 a much better passer he's better built for this team if they want to go deep into the playoffs than Steve with Paul George and Russ yeah. but if you can't get a guy like Al Horford then I really don't like the idea of trading Steven Adams yeah, I mean the only I think the only reason people entertain it one it's a mechanism to save money two if you can exchange center talent yeah, for wing talent I think that that's often a good a good trade. Yes, but how come we can't be the Warriors and just get all the good players we want? <laughs> this is I mean basically the the cap stuff is, fi- is finally starting to correct itself. Yeah, and teams, you you can't. Bu- I mean, you can't build a team like the Warriors again. I don't think. No, unless there's another spike like there was in 2016. <clears throat> I will say this: I did hear, and this is what you don't know. And, and That's what they said about the Heat. This is what you try to project right after the LeBron season. You mean? Yeah, they said this is it. We'll never see anything like this again. No team will ever be able to have well, the, well, the Warriors <laughs> this are, caliber of players on The Warriors it. is worse. Much worse. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think you can build. I mean, obviously, you can build a team with three stars. I mean, like you can still do. The Lakers are about and, to try to do it. And especially if you draft them. I mean, the Warriors drafted three of their four you have all to, NBA players. It, it, you know? it took like five lucky things for them to get to that level. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. I just don't think that can be done again. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. There's not a lot of trades that make sense for Steve. I think the Hayward one is super interesting. So Hayward makes what 32, 33, 34, I think his next three years. I think that's right. And you would get off of for one year, you're getting off of 15 million with Patterson and Dre, and then 25. So you'd be giving up 40 with Steve and those two. Mm-hmm. So you're going to gain back and it's not, you're not, this is not usable money. I think is the thing people need to remember. Like if they trade, if they send 40 out and they receive 32, that $8 million and like, Oh, okay. Now the thunder can use that. Like they still would be over the cap. They would just be further from the, or they would be lower on the, the tax line. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have those specific numbers. I mean, the salary cap in the NBA is like, I've never felt so confused sometimes looking at things. <laughs> I know, man. 
It's it's brutal. But what they said, one of the things I heard is that the actual projected line for this year, I think, is going to come. The projection is going to come lower than the actual line, and so I think the projected salary cap is one hundred nine. And I think that they're saying that there could be, you know, a million variation, um, million or two above that. Which, what's crazy about that is, like, if that changes the tax line by two million dollars, that saves the Thunder like <laughs> ten million or something. Yeah, because they have that multiplier repeat your tax. So there's a lot going on, man, and it's it really is exciting. I think that all of us, not all of us, because there's obviously Thunder fans that don't love Stephen Adams, but man, it's. I don't. I don't this, really want it to happen. This pulls at my heartstrings, man, I because I love him so much. And it's weird because two years ago, like Sam Presti emphasized that Stephen is one of the three cornerstones of this team. Yeah. But it just tells you how th- th- this is the luxury tax happening and functioning the way it is. The hard part is, is most of the time, it punishes teams that went into the conference finals or further. You know. Yep. So, anyway, all right, man. Let's do some TQs. All right, our first Twitter question comes from at CBeat34, who wants to know, to help with backup big man depth, what are the chances we bring Taj Gibson back? Yeah, this is a good option, too. (coughs) If you're even to replace Steven, if you're looking for a replacement, like Taj is not, wouldn't be the worst option. Um, as a backup big, great. Uh, I think he's good. I think the only drawback is that he doesn't really stretch the floor. I know he shot more corner threes last year, but he's still not a guy that you're going to guard. So I think if you're looking for a backup for Steven, I think that you would first look for a guy that can shoot it. And if you can't find a guy that can shoot it, then, uh, Taj is a, is a good option. He's a good player. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Matthew C seven six seven three. Who wants to know? Do you think the Thunder take a shot at Stanley Johnson? Seems to be a guy the Thunder can get cheap, and he could take some minutes off of PG's shoulders. Yeah, Stanley Johnson's just not that good, right, Taylor? That's what I was gonna say. Like he's been he's been bad. He acts he acts like he's good. <laughs> when he plays like the big time players, he acts like he's good, but he's just been bad. Yeah. He's I mean, he's bounced around. He's a free agent. They've declined his option. I mean, I I don't know. He's interesting just because he was a lottery pick. If Stanley Johnson wasn't a lottery pick, then like would anybody ever talk about him? I mean, for the Pelicans, a team that was not good. He only played 13 minutes a game and scored five points per game on five shots per game. Nice. Yeah, he's a, he... Uh, he's a career 29% from three. And that's over 285 games. And he only shoots 37% from the field. And last year, his most recent year, he shot 38.9% from the field. So he's not really getting better either. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of been the same. He's never averaged since he came into the league. Never averaged double digits. He's no. He stinks. Yeah, he's not very good. I will say this: like it would make that it doesn't feel like too far off of a Presti move, and I wouldn't be upset with it if, and that's a big if, they somehow filled out the roster with like three bench shooters, to where all of a sudden you're like, hey, just Stanley, go play defense. I'd rather give the minutes to Deontay. 
I mean, of, of course. I would have rather given Nader's minutes to Deontay, too, this year, but it just wasn't what I don't want Billy Stan- I don't want Stanley Johnson on this team. I'd, ra- sure. I'd rather... I'd rather Darius Baisley play those minutes. At least a guy that has like actual potential rather than a guy that's been in the uh, the league for four years and is like, well, maybe Stanley Johnson can still be something because somebody thought he was good a long time ago. Him and Justice you Winslow, know are they the same player, basically? Winslow's like actually good. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, Winslow's good, man. I think sometimes good, they man. just have the same haircut. Um, but remember what Jeremy Grant, mostly me, thought when he was traded here? I thought... Well, we've seen a lot of Jeremy Grant already. He's not going to get that much better. Well, I just uh, I just went to check when in his career we got him. He had only been in the league two years when we traded for him. Right. And Stanley Johnson's been four already. That Now we can say it. Stanley, it took – Yeah. He's played for two teams, yeah. several different coaches that are just like, yeah, I'd rather not. Nope. Yeah. Nah, I'm cool. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Rad Brad Evans, who says it's not appealing, but if Kimbo leaves, is Schroeder to Charlotte a possibility? I think so. I think like Ham mentioned that on Dream Team, I absolutely think so. As a salary dump candidate, I think. What are you bringing? So back? true statement. If I think you could salary dump Schroeder and keep this team and then build have because I and I can't I don't know the numbers, but what he would give you would give you the flexibility to add a little better MLE. If you could drop Schroeder and then have more confidence that you could give the full taxpayer MLE to Wesley Johnson or Wes Matthews. Yeah. Like you, I think you do who's that. The, and then who's you your find backup a, point that's, guard. Yeah. Let me go find some backup point guards. So Taylor, what what do you think about a salary dump with Schroeder? Like how bad is that? St- put this about, and I thought Schroeder was. He's good. Good. Yeah, he's legit good. I thought he was really good, and it really helped to have uh, a great backup point guard come off the bench. Other than the, I mean, it, he's the best backup point point guard we've ever had, right? And yeah. before him, it was Reggie. Reggie, then Raymond. I love ranking our backup point guards. It's so fun. Eric Maynor. Eric Maynor. DJ Augustine. Uh, oh, DJ was good, man. He beat uh, the Toronto Raptors in the first game. Yeah. So here's so let me throw out some backup point guard potentials. Okay. These are guys that are unrestricted. Okay. Shamaz Napier. Me. Jared Jared Bayless. Me. Maybe. Shane Larkin. Eh. Ray Ray. Me. Shelvin Mack. So you get a little higher up here. You start getting to like an Alex Caruso, which I think that the Lakers, I don't know. I have no idea what his deal is at this point. I think he's restricted. Um, You have, I just avoid restricted because the Thunder aren't going to do that. Jeremy Lin. Uh, oh. That'd be cool. I, just don't know how, I don't know how much he can play. Corey Joseph, I think, would go oh, higher than they'd want to pay for a backup. TJ McConnell. No. Ish Smith. <laughs> no. Isaiah Thomas? No. Uh, Darren Collison? He's going to make so much money. Yeah, Lakers are going to sign him. Jerry and Grant? He's restricted, but I mean, I would wonder if the Magic would just let him go. I think they would. I think they would. He's still not actually, that good. Actually, I think that they did. Did they? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> I mean, it all sounds good in theory. I know. You know? But, like, in practice, 
actually finding a guy that you're like, okay, I trust you to play 15 minutes a game. There's just not a ton of guys like out there that you'd say that you would do that. Alfred Payton. I'm not. Juwan Evans. I mean, Juwan Evans is on the th- is a Thunder man. Here's Juwan Evans makes me think of that movie Juwan a Man. We should start looking at WNBA stars that we could bring over. I'd bring Diana Taurasi to run the backup point guard. That'd be super super tight. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I I'm a hundred percent in on that. <laughs> uh, Austin Rivers. I saw him earlier. He's surely uh, going he's, back to Rajon. He's going to want too much money, isn't he? Yeah, he's gonna, he's not going to. He probably won't play for the minimum. Who's paying Derrick Rose this summer? I don't know. Probably the Knicks. Again. That is so interesting. No one's been talking about Derrick Rose. He I've, was that I've seen. he was good last year. He was ri- he was actually good last year, but no one's talking about him today because I think no one wants to like okay. say what they think Dude, is going to happen. Okay, 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 okay. Listen, 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 listen. The Thunder trade Schroeder into space and then use the taxpayer MLE five million to pay Derek Rose. He's gonna want more than five. Come on. He can want all he wants. I'm not sure that he will get more than five. Uh my question is like a backup point guard or or uh a wing shoot like a You can play next to Westbrook. D Rose can? I mean why not? I don't know. That would be so Schroeder did so much movement. Yeah, Schroeder just shot, I mean, relatively well last year. Let me see let me get them comps up for you. I don't Schroeder know. Schroeder held the Schroeder played like his game next to Westbrook last year too. That was kind of impressive. Yeah. It'd be also kind of cool to have Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook on the same team just because they're in the same yeah. draft class. And feel yeah. like they're 10 years difference. Remember how good Derrick Rose was? <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget how good That 50-point game was the moment of the season. It got Dude, the moment of the season. he was the man. He was the man. And, it, and it, I mean, if back then you were like, hey, you know, someday Russell Westbrook is going to surpass him. Oh, no, you're talking about like when he was younger. Yeah, D Rose shot 37 percent from the three point line this year. What are we waiting for? Like without a like not even close. The year before he shot 17 percent. The year before that he shot 25 percent. He hadn't shot over 30 percent since 2013. He's healthy. Well, let me ask you guys this: Are you guys okay with a sexual criminal being on our team? <laughs> <laughs> No. Actually, I'm all out on Derrick Rose yeah, now. Yeah, that was it. Yikes. Oh, and his nickname is the Windy City Assassin. All right. Wow. So let me ask this one. Jamal Crawford. No. Why not? Why is my question? Duke can shoot. Can he? I don't know. <laughs> yes, he does take shots. He yes. does take shots. He will shoot. Yeah, Derrick Rose, 18 points per game, four assists, 2.7 boards. Like that's pretty good. He was really good for the Timberwolves. What is what does Justin Holiday make this offseason? He would be a, a mid level guy, a taxpayer MLE guy at the most. You're paying him more than that, like heck no. Like, get out of he's town. not a vet minimum. Or he's not a minimum he guy. He might be. Who's gonna I mean He's a minimum guy. Oh my god, he's been in the league so long. Justin? Oh no, he's just been on a lot of teams. He's been in the league yeah, he's for been on seven three teams. years though. Wow, yeah. that's, that's older than I thought he was. <coughs> yeah. yeah. That's a lot longer than I thought. That would be, I mean, that's kind of a Thunder 
I, I, I would, uh, I'm giving him huh? I don't know. That, I don't know. Like, how much better is he than any of the guys that – I mean, I just don't know that he's any good. Just to take minutes off the bench, Andrew, I mean, there were so – we just need more guys that we can at least put on the floor and they'll be solid. Yeah, I just don't think he's – And hit some shots. I just don't think he's good. I don't think he'd do that. All right. Oh, really? Well – I don't. Remember Memphis acquired him for two second-round picks – he did yep. jack squat for Memphis. What do you think about a career 39% from the field <laughs> and 35% from three? But he can hit his free throws. Yeah, I think he's not good. I do wonder. So here's here's another thing. I think I think if the Thunder really want to get underneath the cap, or under or not underneath, but lower into the tax. Yeah. Like I think there are going to be teams that have the ability to just take on now the hard part is the thunder don't have a lot of future assets that they really want to put in with a guy like Schroeder. Yeah. Or if you Patterson and Dre, like the Knicks, like if the Knicks strike out and don't get any other free agents, they're going to have like $50 million in tax space or in, in okay. salary cap space that they, and they not, they have a portion of it that they even have to use just to get to the floor. You have to get to like 90% of the cap. So there is a, Thing, in theory, to where February comes and it's the trade deadline, yeah. And the Thunder are like, hey, we got to get under the cap. The Knicks, hey, why don't y'all take Diallo and these two guys just in your cap space? Yeah, that would be sad. It would be sad, but that's like if if getting underneath the or getting lower in the taxes that have a priority, which we are basing off of the Shams, the Shams. The Shamsman. The Shami. The, the Shami. We're base, basing it off of that conversation. Yeah. That the Thunder were, were shopping the 21st pick for tax relief. Yeah. If that is the goal, then there is still, and that's such an important reminder, is there, there will be time. They don't have to get underneath it until after the season, like till after the trade deadline, basically. The roster's set yep. then. You know? So I just think that there's still, there will be, even if it's like you don't see anything happen from the Thunder in the next three or four weeks, you know, yep. like. And they may come out and just start blowing people apart, and the ownership may be like, hey, let's just do it one more year. We'll just bite the bullet, pay the tax this year. Also, you get to see, like, is Dre a player? Yeah, because if he is. If he is, then you're not going to trade him into cap space. You're going to try to figure something else out. Yeah, you'll be able to trade him for something more, hopefully hopefully substantial. So, anyway. I'm in on the Derrick Rose for Schroeder trade, though. It's not a trade. Okay, so it's you not answered a, it's my not a earlier question. Not a trade, but you know what I mean. What What is it? Oh, am I okay with that? Um, <laughs> no, I just I, I didn't ask you. I just said you just told us that you are okay with that. So yeah, pretty much. Okay, that's fine. That's your uh, that's your moral low ground, if you will. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to our next <laughs> Twitter question. <laughs> Real quick, shout-out to at Chad Imus33, who asked us about the impact of Steven Adams to Boston if since they're the front-runner for Kimba. And our next Twitter question comes from at 97P Samuel, who says, when the Knicks miss out on all their free agent aspirations, what will be the most depressing signing or the more depressing signing, Harrison Barnes or DeMarcus Cousins? I think it's Harrison Barnes, without a doubt. 
Harrison Barnes on the Knicks. I hadn't thought about that. That's the most Knicks thing to happen. They uh-huh. don't get Kevin uh-huh. Durant, Kyrie, anyone, and they pay Harrison Barnes $28 million a year. And then by February, they realize that one of their young guys is better than Harrison Barnes, and Harrison Barnes comes off the bench making $25 million. Heck yeah. I mean, eat. He- this is the future. This is for the, the, this is exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> I think we just saw the future, which is good. <laughs> Screw the Knicks, man. The, the Knicks have operated all season like they were getting Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I mean, I guess they still might, but it <laughs> sure doesn't. Neither one of them. It sure doesn't feel like it. Hey, can I pause for a second? So, looking at Charlotte, yeah, they have eighty-five million dollars next year. Tied up in Nick Batum, yeah, Bismack Biombo, yeah, Marvin Williams, God. Cody Zeller, oh. and Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Eighty-five Man. million dollars and five guys that would maybe not even play for a majority of and contending teams. Y- and you guys want to complain about Stephen Adams' contract? Like at least Stephen Adams is good. And Dude, young. that Bismack Biombo. I think if you took all is. of their talent and put it into one, it probably wouldn't quite equal how good Steven Adams is. Eighty-five million dollars. That's. I mean, if you're a, a basketball fan in Charlotte, like how could you even follow that team, especially if after Kimba leaves? How could you even try to follow that team? Uh, they they literally. If if I was Mitch Kupchak, I'm just letting Kimba walk. Walker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, would, I really uh, would. Just in the sense like, dude, hey, we're going to be awful, and we're going to get a draft pick, and then we're going to go full-blown tank. Because after that, man, they have like no money on the books in 2020, 2021. Oh I would God. light the arena on fire and just be like, oh, crap, we can't play this year. <laughs> insurance. We need an insurance claim oh, for, man. I don't know, $110 million. Too bad we can't play this year, guys. We'll have a new arena next year. I, I don't think Jordan will let them do that, man, because – He's not a very good owner, but I don't know. Light the arena on fire? <laughs> well, yes, in that and in tank. But anyway, I just was like, 85, there's always ways for it to be worse. The Thunder, have, tell you, the Thunder have $75 million tied up in Steven Adams, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook. That's a slightly better predicament. <laughs> slightly. Oh, yes. Can I give you a little Bismack Biombo story? Come on, baby. Yeah. He was drafted by Charlotte in 2011, 2012. Yeah. Played there for four years. Okay. Then went to the Toronto Raptors. Had the best year of his career. Awesome. That's when everyone was like, who's Bismack Biombo? Great playoff. Then, then Orlando gave him $17 million (laughs) a year (laughs) with with Serge Ibaka and Nikola Vucevic. With two other basic centers, basically. And then Charlotte decided, hey, I want to pay that guy that we had drafted. <laughs> I want to pay him $17 million for two years. So now he's on Charlotte for until ne- next year's his last year, finally. But holy moly. They traded him, uh, Timothy Mozgov, for him. Yeah, so that was just yeah. salary swaps, yeah. right? Yeah, I was like, hey, you want to you wanna have our centers that make way too much money change cities? <laughs> the, tw- sure. the 2016 centers, man. That was like... God, those sinners. Those sinners. Mm. Sin. Hey, let's move on to our next <laughs> Twitter question. It comes from at Alaskan Strummer, who says his roommate is becoming a Lakers fan. Should he move? Yep. Yeah. And this comes Beco- from two former Laker fans. Golly, becoming a Lakers fan. 
I was that, a Shaq fan. I was a Shaq fan too, and I followed Shaq. I became a Heat fan. I was a Boston fan, a Phoenix fan, a Cleveland fan. <laughs> Who else he played for? Huge Phoenix fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like you don't don't let him do this. You cannot let him do this. No. You need to threaten him. He's a Thunder fan changing into a Lakers mm. fan. Is that the situation? No. Out. I need out, more out, information. Out. Or is he just I'm like a non-basketball fan becoming a basketball fan? I was thinking he was a Pelicans or Anthony Davis fan. Oh, yeah. Those guys are around. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The the Pelicans fans that are only Anthony Davis fans. Are there any just diehard, I only like Anthony Davis fans? Is that a thing? (laughs) Like, I can't imagine that being like an actual thing. That is so true. That's a great point. Whoever they were, they're gone this year. Like, they... Yeah, they're embar- they're so embarrassed yeah. that they burned everything they had. Hey guys, let's move on to our next. Twitter for real though, what question. an embarrassing season from Anthony Davis! What an, an utterly embarrassing season! What a stupid time that he had this season. Wow! Wow! Okay! Wow! <laughs> it was dumb. It was wow. awful. Wow! Yeah. If only he were a sexual predator, then you might you might have given him a little bit of slack. A little wiggle room. Wow. <laughs> Guys, let's move wow. on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at final <laughs> shy Kane, who wants to know, is it reasonable to expect a similar jump in progression for Ferguson like Grant had? Maybe not to the same extent, but the three-point shooting, the defense, closing games out. Everything I've heard about Ferguson is he has an, a great work ethic. Yeah. I don't – a jump, I mean, all I want from Ferguson is consistency. But I think a part of that for Ferguson is going to come from um, getting the opportunity. Yeah. You know, like that. McKelly is the one that keeps bringing this back up. It's like you can shift the way this team plays just simply by giving Grant and Ferguson more shots. Shot. Yeah. And so that's the question mark to me. It's a question mark. Uh, I don't know what to expect from him, to be honest. He played well in spots this past year. He had a good year. He has another summer under his belt of progressing. I wonder if he'll be on the Thunder Summer League team. I doubt he's it. He's not. Okay. He's already, has the roster s- been out there? There's not a roster, but Sam already said he's not playing. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to expect from Ferguson. To be honest, he could have a the, he could have the the same year that he had last year. Like that's. I don't think that you should expect him to be a whole lot better. Uh, if he ends up being better, great. But if your ex- expectation is that he makes this big jump, then I think he might be in for a big letdown because there's no guarantee that he's much better than what he was. I mean, he's the 21st pick in the draft. Like some of those guys progress and become great players, but most of them are either quality bench players or like fine starters. They're not. They don't all become great players. So like my. My expectation for Ferg is kind of low, to be honest. Like, I expect him to be kind of what he was this year and maybe a little bit better. But expecting him to make a big leap, you know, it, it could happen. But I think that you might be setting yourself up. It's a good a word. A little bit. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Old Dirty Math, who wants to know or says, Kimba is meh and Kyrie is a weirdo. Who would you rather have on your team? I'd rather have Kimba Walker on my team. 
You just <laughs> I would too. That's my answer too. <laughs> Same. At least you know what you're getting every night. Like he's gonna play hard. He's gonna get to the basket. He goes to the foul line. You know, Kyrie's Kemba. so weird, man. It depends on what you have around Kyrie too. Like if you know that you have a player that's much better than Kyrie on your team, I'll take Kyrie. If Kyrie's gonna be your best player, get him out of here. I don't want him. Yeah, you don't want him to be your primary leader. No, 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 no. No he, man. He's no. He's he's a rudderless ship. Hey guys, let's move on to he our is. next. <laughs> I was listening to Brian Windhorse talk about his <laughs> Which is always funny, like Brian Windhorst and Zach Lowe talking about Kyrie Irving's Instagram, Instagram. post. It's yeah. just like both those guys are so far out of the realm of like, what the hell is he doing? Right. Like, they don't know. Like, <laughs> they're already kind of like not irrelevant, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't even have an Instagram. It's Zach Lowe's like, yeah. I don't even know what that means. Right. He's, this is. He's too weird, man. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Ben. Taylor's trying to talk. Luke, you're moving too fast. Sorry. No, I just have one thing to say, Luke. So, Bismack Biombo, so far in his career, <laughs> has made more money than Kemba Walker. And they've been in the league since the same year. Wow. They were drafted 2011. That's unbelievable. So, let's just let that sit. And, Luke, next. All right. Our next Twitter question from at Bangelope, who wants to know, Kit Kat or Twix bars? I think it's fairly obvious. Do you? Because I know that. All right, here, hold on. Let's all do it at the same time because I don't know if it's fairly obvious. Three, two, one. Kit Kat. Twix. Kit Kat. Really? Yeah. Kit Kats Wait, are good. They're good. Give me a break. Give me a break. Take me off a piece of that. Kit Kat bar. <laughs> what's in there? You know what's weird? It's Andy, it's like, Andy yeah. Dwyer from a. Break me off a piece of that. No, no, no. It wasn't Andy Dwyer. Not Andy Dwyer. Yeah. Isn't that his name? Yeah, but I don't know that that's who it was. Oh, it definitely was. And they kept no, giving no, no. him all the fake ones. No, no, no. It was Andy from The Office. Now, who's Andy Dwyer? Is that from Parks and Rec? That's Parks and Rec. Oh. Yeah. Why did they do that? That's confusing. I don't know. But Andy was break me off a piece of that. <laughs> He's like, no, no, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Nobody tell him. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, okay. Really, guys? Twix are better. Twix are better. Twix Co- are better. Cookies? Caramel? Hey, can we talk about one more thing before we move <laughs> on to the other two Twitter questions from Bangelo? Sure. So, Jesse Smith, Benelephant ben- King, yeah. uh, asked this question. So part of the or part of the Tulsa crew. Part of the I know, man. And Bangelo. We haven't You guys are great. Still last Thursday. The best. A just awesome night. So he asked a question, and this is, I think, one of the also most interesting storylines of the next week is this Rockets maneuvering for Jimmy Butler thing. Maneuvering. Maneuvering for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Trading Gordon Capella Tucker <laughs> to get Jimmy Butler. It's the dumbest thing okay. ever, and I love it. I want it to happen so yeah, bad. Just to watch it all. They're not mode. God, that's just gonna backfire. They're not gonna be a better team that way. And how in the world are they gonna share the ball? Chris Paul's already mad that they're not playing a certain way, and you want to bring <laughs> Jimmy Butler it's onto that team. Daryl Morey <laughs> cares not for chemistry. Clearly. And and gets praised as a GM because of it. Which by the and by the way, something to think about. Jimmy Butler now believes 
oh, the 76ers think I'm the closer. So now Jimmy Butler just thinks that's his role in the NBA is I should take the last shots. That's my role. For for the Sixers, he should be. <laughs> you don't you think he's not carrying that to whatever team he's on next year? The thing about Jimmy though is he's carried it with him everywhere everywhere he went. Like he, he torpedoed the Timberwolves. Remember he was on with Rachel Nichols on Sports Center, just basically <laughs> destroying the Timberwolves? And then put him in like a locker room with not just with CP three. And James Harden, who have something going on. It may not be as enormous as it's been played out in the media. Yeah. But they have something going on. Chris Paul is a historically difficult teammate to play with because he has he's like high demands, high expectations, whatever. Yeah. And on top of that, you lose (laughs) PJ Tucker, who is seems to be the only consistent calming. Like he's, it feels like just he's watching. A, he is the guy that leads that. He's an emotional. Leader. He's the emotional leader, right? Yeah. Eric Gordon, really good. Clint Capella, really good. Here's my theory: they're trying to kill Mike D'Antoni so they don't have to pay him. Maybe. And and if you lose Clint Capella, yeah, I mean that's a team that's gonna like Javale McGee, right? Robin Lopez, bring him back to the You bring him back, yeah, like. They go through the list that we just went through. Yeah, and and they want have a different expectations because Capella does very. They could get a McGee, and I don't. Capella is way better than McGee. Way better. I'm not saying that, like but it's one close. of those things like you need a guy who just rolls to the rim. That's what you need. Yeah, Willie Colley Stein. Willie Colley Stein. But they can't afford that if they go max with those three guys, especially with the old Furtada. Like he don't want to pay money. It's gonna be. He's awesome. saying that. He's mocking the Chris Paul contract. They are it's so, it's on the precipice of being a dumpster fire, and it makes me – because all they have to do is run back the team they had, Bring and back they are team. the contend, like the number one contender they'll in the Western win, Conference. They'll win the West if they run the team back and add a few guys on the fringes. No, they figured out computers, the jazz, told them, uh, computers told them James Ennis was Trevor Ariza. <laughs> right. 90% of Trevor Ariza. And then and James Ennis actually ended up being like pretty good for the Sixers. Yeah, he'd they, be a guy that I'd maybe take a vet minimum on. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a guy. Guys, our next Bangelo Twitter question is Cheez-Its or Goldfish Crackers? Oh, Cheez-Its for show. Cheez-Its for show. Cheez-Its. Jay? Jay, don't do this. This is an unpopular opinion. No. I don't love either one of them. Okay, you're a disgusting person. If they have like the flavor blasted, like I'll take some of those. (laughs) (laughs) Jay's like, I need more flavor. I do. That's my biggest issue with Cheez Its and Goldfish is I just need a little more flavor. When's the last time you had Cheez Its though? Because the thing about Cheez Its is just the normal Cheez Its, so much flavor baked right into. Okay, how about this? How about this? What if I handed you a Diet Dr Pepper? Then what do you? DDP and Cheez-Its. Are you into that? <laughs> Am I into Diet Dr. Pepper? And Cheez-Its. Uh, I, you know, I probably have had Jay, that. Jay, shut up! I probably have had that combo. Jay, no! <laughs> I have probably had that combo. I just don't remember. I'm sorry. God, Jay. When's oh. the last time you had a Cheez-It, Jay? I don't, I don't remember. This is terrible. Will, will, you, will you buy a bag of normal Cheez-Its today? And Not a big box. Just, go to, just a bag. And live stream eating them. Yeah, I'll just take a fan. <laughs> 
just on down bit. to dunk. Yep, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're just you know like if you if you had to, if you could do those two or a bag no. of chips. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Huh? If you could do those two or a bag of chips. It just depends. It depends on the type of chips. It depends on how what kind of yeah, flavor yeah, yeah. I'm looking for. I'm not looking for chips when I'm wanting Cheez-Its. Do you, are there moments in your life where you want Cheez-Its? No, they're, they're yes. Per- yeah, I prefer yeah. Cheez-Its as a snack. I'd prefer chips with a meal. I would agree with that. I would never have Cheez-Its with a meal. Cheez-It is not a meal a, a meal uh, companion. So Cheez-Its you can even eat at breakfast. No. No. You can. That's it's wrong. a cracker. You can Cheese crackers. eat anything for breakfast. Yeah. You well, can. This is Especially exactly. when you wake up at 11:15, Taylor. Yeah. That's true. It's like lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, at that point like I it, everything's on the table. Right, exactly. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> Are there moments? I'm asking you the legitimate question. You act like I'm a big dum dum. Yeah. There are moments where you're like, I need to go get some cheese. Like, would you make a run just for Cheez Its? No. No. I would not either. Nobody would. But they're good. But if you go into a gas station nope. and you're looking for a snack, you would choose Cheez Its sometimes. Am I right? So boys? far down my list of snacks to choose. I would not. I wouldn't at a gas station. That's just not what I'm looking Combos? for. Combos? Wow. Okay. Ugh. Jay, you talked to I'm me. I'm asking. These are you questions. Are... Combos or Cheez Its? Cheez-Its. Okay. Cheez-its. Right. okay, 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 okay. Bag of chips, bag of chips. Over at Cheez-Its all day. It, it just depends on the situation. It just depends. Do I have a cheeseburger? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, our final Bangelope Twitter question. Best barbecue <laughs> side dish. Oh, shoot. Best barbecue side dish. Cheez-Its. <laughs> Big bag of cheeses. <laughs> Giant bag oh, of um, I feel like I am the unpopular opinion on all these, so I'll just say baked beans. Why is that a no? That's a good answer. Okay, all right. Well, I'm just nervous. You guys are like that's a good answer. Disgusting if, answer. Baked beans number one. Cornbread. Cornbread. It's up there. Number two, fried okra. I like fried okra. Yeah. Fried okra, man. Fi- fried you're okra. Back, you're back in the club, yes. Jay. Fried okra to traditionally gives me a little stomach issues. Really I mean, weird. Pretty much, if you're going in on barbecue, baked beans, and okra, you just go ahead and you're not really watching <laughs> for <laughs> that. That's true. Just go ahead and oh, throw in a little uh, Pepto into that one. A little Tums. Tayshawn, what's your favorite barbecue side dish? Anything Definitely you- fried okra. Fried okra with ranch. Oh. <laughs> Dip that baby in some ranch. All right, let me throw out some stuff and tell me what you think. You like potato salad? Mm-hmm. I do like potato Mustard salad. Mustard based? No. Out. Do you like deviled eggs? No. I do out. like deviled eggs. You don't like deviled eggs at all? Out. Oh, They're good. All the deviled eggs. Andrew yeah. doesn't like mustard stuff. I don't huh? like mustard or the devil. It's huh. true. <laughs> but you don't mind dear. Rose, huh? Okay, <laughs> but prefer Derek Rose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so deviled eggs out uh, for Andrew. Everybody else is in. Um, what else are some dishes? Hold on. What about sweet potatoes? In. Have you had Iron Stars sweet potatoes? No. Oh, sweet, oh, sweet babies. Brussels sprouts. I wouldn't consider those a barbecue side dish. Barbecue. I love, no. but I, love I do like but Brussels do you sprouts. Like, I'm just asking. I love them. So Me Natalie too. will cook them like she'll. Put them in the oven and bake them to where they kind of break down a little bit. Put yeah. a little, put a little bacon, a little balsamic, yeah, dude, glaze on it. Woo, baby, I'm in, all in. Uh, what else, Taylor? What else do you eat with your barbecue, man? Oh, 
mac and cheese. 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 Come on. Who doesn't like mac Come and on, cheese? Man. I don't know. Who doesn't? Fried pickles are at a lot of uh, barbecue places. Nah, get those out, out of my life. Pickles. Out. I what? Like, I don't like pickles, though. I'm not a pickle guy. Yeah, so backdoor barbecue. Have you been to backdoor barbecue, Tayshawn? Uh, I don't know. So it's down on 23rd. They do a pickled fried okra. That was a very upsetting surprise. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like pickled things. Yeah, that is upsetting. I like pickles. Hey, guys, I have one final question for you. Before we do that, I want to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Bing, bing. (laughs) $10. Oklahoma-themed shirt every month. Also, other states like... Kansas, Texas, shirt of the month. They're going to give you a theme shirt, 10 bucks a month, plus shipping fees, all those different things. They're going to hook you up. Here's the other thing I want to tell you about. So Oklahoma Shirt Company right, right now has made like five or six state park-themed shirts, and they're awesome. You can find them online on their website. You want to check those out. Like, So check, if you've ever check, been to any check, state parks, check, check, check them out. It's an awesome – I think they're just beautiful shirts too, but oh. check them out, OklahomaShirtCompany.com. What else can they do for you, though, Luke? They can help you make a shirt for special events. Say that you're going to a special event and you want to get all your event participants' shirts. You can do it. Luke is going to Vegas for a bachelor party. You know what Luke's going to do? Make Oklahoma Shirt Company make some shirts. Stickers, hats, this hat I have on my head. They did it. They do it. And they can do it for you. And it will be great. And everyone will love it. And they'll be like, you're so great. And that's stolen valor. But in this case, it's okay. Hey guys, are you miffed? Are you miffed? Miffed, 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 and peeved. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm GMB. Why? Today is payday, my man. Oh, nice. It is. Last day of the month. Dude, it's been. This week is going to be pretty dead around here. Like, it's July 4th week, it's like yeah. right in the middle of the week. It's going to be... Oh, uh, get ready, dogs. You're going to be so stressed out this week. Not, oh, yeah. Firecrackers. Yep. Dogs. This, this week is uh, true. dog and um, anxiety week. Yeah, this is dog hell week. <laughs> it really do you think is. Dogs, do you think dogs start to feel like the they anxiety? Know. I know. Like, I know. you know, when you have a trauma in your life and when it gets around that date the next couple of years... You start to feel it, and you're like, why do I feel like this? And then you remember, oh, my God, it's because this trauma happened. Dogs uh-huh. feel that way. Dogs feel like that, except they know the trauma is always going to come back. It's true. Yeah. Andrew, you miffed or peeved, man? Uh, I'm not miffed and or peeved. I do want to say something, though. Uh, my neighbor, Ava, had a match for a um, bone marrow transplant. And it ended up falling through, actually twice. And so they have one more match for her. And it's a guy that lives overseas. And they don't know if it'll work out. So I want to encourage you guys to go to bethematch.org. All you have to do is register uh, with them. They will send you a, a kit where you can swab. It's, you just swab your cheek. You send it back to them. And you can be a match for somebody for a bone marrow transplant. It's very simple. It doesn't cost you any money at all. All you have to do is go to bethematch.org, join, have them send you a kit, swab your cheek, send it in. 
So I would encourage you guys to do that. Um, you could be a match for anybody, not just Ava. There's a lot of people that need need that. And now, like, they don't have to, like, extract bone marrow out of you like they used to. They just take blood from you and are able to extract it that way. That's so crazy. It's not a difficult process for you, but you could be saving somebody's life. Um, that it, There are thousands of families that are sitting and waiting for the right match, and there's not enough people in this database. So if we get people to just go to that website, I'll tweet it out today. Go to the website, register, get yourself swabbed, send it in. You could save somebody's life. Um, and I think everybody feels good if you do something like that. So please do that. That's a good word, man. I saw somebody else. Was that Lisa? It was maybe at the NBA award show that, that Be the Match was one of the things that I, I'm going to blank on it. Robin? <coughs> oh, yeah, Robin Roberts. Ra Robin Roberts. Yeah. She's a big part of Be the Match yep. and the importance of bone marrow. And I tell you, man, I don't, just to be honest, like, I think I've always had this in the back of my mind, this fear of the bone marrow donation process. Like, it's done with a needle. They have to give you anesthesia. But they don't do that anymore. I know. But the thing that's important about that is, like, you never know that just, it's a 20 or 30 hours of your time could tremendously you could change somebody's life. Yes. Save their life. You would save it's their insane. life. Save their life. BeTheMatch.com, or BeTheMatch.org, excuse me. Yes. Um... Thanks for bringing that to our attention, man. Yeah. Taylor, you uh, you want to follow that up? <laughs> hey, Taylor, you want to say something stupid? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty easy. I've been pretty tired this month, y'all. I had so many weddings. I was in a wedding at the start. There's some birthdays. We've been The wife and I have been driving around this dang place like a couple of hooligans on the run from the law. But really, we're just on the run from freedom. Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Peace, pukist. <laughs>